Uh, we're just going straight into it. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to waste time with the intro. South Coast Tonight with Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrell. They got you covered on all the news of the day. From local issues to politics on both sides of the aisle. This is the place where the movers and shakers come to be heard. To listen. And where they're held accountable. This is South Coast Tonight on WBSM. Welcome back to South Coast Tonight. I tried to skip the intro. I guess they wouldn't let me. No, the intro will not let you. The intro is the star of the show, Marcus. Don't ever forget that. So, so it's a big night. Okay, so well, let's just recap what we've the news that we broke here on WBSM, which is the two state rep races that were contested here in the South Coast uh, uh, for the primary. That was Representative Chris Markey and uh, challenger Cameron Costa. Chris Markey won. Uh, uh, Cameron Costa ran to the left of uh, Rep Markey. Uh, Chris Markey won uh, about 2,000 to 700. So right. about 73% of the vote Chris Markey won by overwhelmingly. I just got a text from uh, Chairman Strauss that he won 73% of Fairhaven. Again, I read those numbers to you. 87% of Rochester. If those are the numbers in those two towns, that race is over to, uh, you know, Rick Trapillo, I think, you know, first time candidate, ran right. a strong campaign. Strong I think a lot campaign. of people I think a lot of people like him. Uh but uh Bill Strauss, um, you know, frankly, I you know, I it's this is this is my state rep race, right? Our, your state rep race yes. too. Yes. Right. Um and my opinion was, and I tried to keep it out of you know out of the media. Right. I, I thought Bill Strauss deserved to be reelected. So Marcus, I think the work he did, he was a good rep. He, you know, I'm an elected official in the BPW. Came to us to ask us what we needed from him. He got what we needed. Right. You know, like he got that stuff. I think he's been very involved, uh, and also he has a, a powerful chairmanship on, on on transportation. So, what's the first chapter of the book tell you? Don't run against a camp. Don't camp, run against somebody you can't beat. Yeah. Right. So, um, congratulations to Rick Trapillo for his first race. But um, if he had come to me early on before he pulled papers, I would have told him, you know, why? I would have I, asked him why. Right? I, I, I talked to a friend out of running against Strauss, actually. Yeah. 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 So, uh, 508 Let's go to the phones. Good evening. Oh. Hey, good evening, gentlemen. This is Rick Trapillo. Hey, Rick. Hey, Rick. And the answer to that, why, is because I believed I could make a difference. I'm so glad I ran. I was sure. hoping for better results, but I congratulate Mr. Strouds for his uh, victory. I hope he does excellent in November. And I have nothing but gratitude to everybody that voted for me and the wonderful experience I had, gentlemen. Yeah, Rick. Especially I- Rick, you know, I appreciated you coming on and, uh, you know, coming on. I thought... I really enjoyed your presence here at WBSM. I enjoyed the interviews that we did. Yep. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, you know, Rep Strauss is a, is a tough opponent, but um, you, you put yourself out there. We said that earlier in the show. If you put yourself out there, uh, it takes a great deal of fortitude. And so, uh, I mean, on that, I think you got no regrets. No, I have none. Uh, I'm here with good friends and family, having some pizza and wine after a long day. And a big thanks to everybody from Mr. Strauss's uh, supporters and mine. That were out there from seven this morning till eight tonight. So it was a wonderful thing to see everybody out voting and participating in this election. So yep. no regrets, gentlemen. And Marcus, thank you for always welcoming into the channel, our discussions and Oh, and uh, I always will. <laughs> so I, I'm gonna say this, Rick, is that is that I, I think um you'll know this. The, the the doors are always open here at WBSM. You're a gentleman and uh you ran a you ran a good campaign. I think it was a clean campaign. Um 
Now, you've always liked politics, as you told us from when you got started in this. Are you done with politics, or is this just the beginning? I know it's early, but is there? Are you, are you have you had a taste of it, or do you think it's something you're going to keep your eye and keep your foot involved in? Oh, I'm going to keep involved in it, trust me. I, I got involved in this because I believe they could make a difference, and I still do. Um, I was new to it. Um, the incumbent had the infrastructure to run a more stronger campaign across the district. But give me some time, gentlemen. Give me some time. Okay. Well, Thank you know, you. if you're going to make an announcement, I hope you'll make it here. Um, and we definitely look forward to, to seeing what you're, uh, what else you're going to bring to um, the people of, of the South Coast. Thank you. And you two keep doing what you're doing. You're a great voice for the South Coast. I love your program. And Thank you so much again, gentlemen. Have a great evening. Thanks. That was Rick Trapillo, who, um, who who ran a strong race, uh, but didn't didn't best uh, Chairman uh, Bill Strauss. Um, yeah. We're expecting Bill Strauss. We're expecting Chris Markey. Yep. Um, I just have um, that uh, Tim Weisberg just told me the AP has called, uh, no surprise here, uh, the Democrat primary for Bill Galvin, Secretary of State, over Miss Sullivan uh, for uh, Secretary of State of the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, Democrat primary. And there's no general election. I don't okay. Believe. I don't believe. Uh, no, that's the... Um, oh, the crazy girl? Yeah. No, no, no. no. It's, it's over. All right. So, yeah. Galvin. Vote Galvin. Yeah. Uh, so, that was obvious. We told you that was going to happen. Right. Um, that was a big waste of time, uh, just like Josh Sakem's campaign was. And, again, it shows you how much uh, part... It shows you how much party convention endorsements actually matter, which is, I don't know, about zero, honestly. So, Doty, you know, uh, we're waiting on the Doty deal race. Those numbers are coming in. We're still waiting on the countywide races. Uh, the sheriff's for those race, to come the sheriff's in. primary. We know it'll be Tom Hodgson with a Republican nomination. I, I voted for him today. Um, but we, we have to decide who the Democrat candidate is. That'll be decided at least tonight, maybe if not till tomorrow morning. But I think tonight uh, we'll know who the sheriff is. Tom Hodgson will face on the Democrat side in November, which will be a very, very interesting race. Yes, it will be. And uh, I'm, we're in contact with those campaigns as well. But we were able to call, again, your state reps, two of your state reps that were um, running uh, primary challenges for the first time in a long time. Uh, one, two is left. The other two is right. Uh, they've won. They've won. Uh, you know, they've won decidedly. Uh, Bill Strauss won decidedly against Richard Pillow, Cam Costa. Uh, um, uh, I mean, Chris Markey beat uh, Cam Costa. Uh, I think again, clear mandates for them. Uh, but those those are two people that I, I think, you know, I think a lot of people liked. And even if you don't see them in these races against these two, uh, the, uh, against our two reps, um, you're going to probably see them elsewhere in local politics. And I, and I, I look forward to that. I, I do look forward to that. Look, guys, we the one thing we need around here is more candidates. And and quite frankly, we need more candidates to return. Just because you lost doesn't mean you're a loser, right? Yeah. You you're only a loser if you quit. All right. You need to come. It may be that state rep is is, is not for you mm-hmm. or, or your opponent is for the voters. And you, that's why you can't best them. That's clearly tonight what happened. But um, it doesn't mean that you should be out of politics. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't take a look at something else. Tonight, both Cam Costa and Rick Trapillo got more votes than they've ever gotten in their life. 508-996-0500. Let's go back. I think we've got a candidate on the line. Hello, you're live. Hi, it's Bill Strauss. How hey, Bill. Hey, Bill. How you doing? Congratulations. Hey, thank you so much. Uh, uh, obviously, it's um, it's what I was hoping for. Um, these are bigger numbers, frankly, than I've ever pulled in any race I've ever run in, and uh, so that kind of 
beyond overwhelming uh, uh, result uh, is 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 always gratifying when you're the candidate. But it but it reflects the views of of the people I've worked hard to represent all these years. So, Bill, um, you of course have just won an overwhelming victory from the Democrat Party. But now you will have, we don't know who it is yet, but you'll have a, a Republican opponent. Do you know who it is yet? Do you have any idea who it'll be? Uh, no, I don't. I, I don't know who it is, but um, frankly, um, the, you know, the, well, it's hard to know what either of them thinks uh, because <laughs> I read they had one candidate's night and I didn't notice that either of them took much of any positions. And, I know that at least one of the candidates, uh, Jeff, um, I always thought he was a Democrat because he's given me money, Mark Montigny money, Bob DeLeo money, <laughs> oh, interesting. Uh, John, John Quinn money, and even a few years ago, he gave money to the Political Action Committee to keep a Democratic house in, in Massachusetts. So here's a guy who huh. I thought loved Democrats. So I just loves your job. Curious. He wants your job, yeah. that's all. <laughs> well, maybe he just wants the job, right. and, and it's for the jobs policy. But to be serious, um, if he gives money to Democrats, I don't know where he now says he even is much of a Republican. Uh, so uh, if it's Jeff, fine. Uh, if it's Bob McConnell, I, I know he's quite sincere in his uh, Republican beliefs. So sure. we'll see. But regardless, I'm going to run the campaign the same way I did with Rick Trapillo, which is uh, you can look at what I put on uh, Facebook, what I put in the newspapers, uh, what I mailed out. And everything was positive. It was about my record. Uh, how I work with people, how I try and build coalitions, it's going to be the same campaign in November. And frankly, um, what uh, Rick, as a first-time candidate, did was he gave me the opportunity to tell people in this district what a great job I've been doing. And, and clearly, he gave me that platform. And, and so in, a, I guess, an unexpected way, um, I'm grateful because his candidacy helped me um, be uh, a stronger candidate going into November. So, Bill, we're speaking with Bill Strauss, who just uh, was reelected uh, in the Democrat primary uh, to be the nominee of the Democrat Party for state representative. So, Bill, it was, it was a couple of years ago now. You and I were both commuting to Boston one day, and we, we were huh. both on the bus that day. We both had to take the bus because there was no yeah. train, right? And I remember you said to me, uh, you know, we kind of joked around about it, and uh, you said, Chris, there will be a train. There will be a train. And... Um, and uh, that's coming to fruition. You, you, you know, you guys and the legislative delegation down here have made it happen. How much do you think that was important to your voters tonight? Uh, I think it was because not just the substantive issue after all these years, and, and people are probably still skeptical, uh, but uh, they see it under construction. But after all these years, it's becoming real. But I, I will say this, and, and this was in the, the daily newspaper here that we've all read for so many years, and a quote of mine, I also go out of my way to say no one in the legislature does something all by themselves. Right. If right. they do, they're fooling you. And so I have always uh, given on the train issue a ton of credit to Charlie Baker because, you know what, he probably was the first governor who kept his word on this one and delivered and I just, because of my position in the legislature as chair of the Transportation Committee, I've been in a position to be 
play a critical role, but none of us do it alone. And we have to be humble enough to say the way we succeed, and I've learned this over the years in the legislature, is by our ability to work with others. Um, Look, we know nationally, I mean, you look at other places in the country, what you get when people uh, disagree on every single thing. And I'm not saying we don't have disagreements. We do. But the key thing for the sake of the people we represent is find where you can do something together. And, um, uh, and, And South Coast Rail is an example of colleagues working with each other and a governor who wanted to do something uh for this part of the state so um so we're speaking with uh chairman bill strauss um a representative of the ninth Bristol district chairman of the transportation committee uh yeah um you're you've also um recently and i've seen some of the campaign ads and uh, of course you've i saw you talk to the select board about this in Fairhaven. there's a there should be a new bridge uh relatively on its way uh there's been some yeah. conversation about it uh it's not going to be a swivel bridge i think when you talked to me last on air it might be one of those bridges like the um like the the, the train bridge on the cape can can you can you uh, talk about that a little bit? Yeah, and if I get into the weeds too much, you'll stop me. But yes. uh, yes. there's two basic designs. Once you accept, and I have, and I think most people have, that we need a new bridge. The current one, it's beautiful from a uh, historic-looking standpoint. I love to look at it. Right. Uh, I don't like to. I don't like to cross it. <laughs> right. Uh, right. And it's 120 years old. So, two basic designs. Uh, the drawbridge kind of thing that people are familiar with, and what's called a vertical lift, which is like the train bridge across the Cape Cod Canal. Two towers with a deck that lifts straight up into the air. But here's the key thing for people, your listeners, to know. The first of the public uh, meetings to get input on design uh, is are going to be in the first week in October, one at the Fairhaven High School and then a few days later at New Bedford Vogue. Uh, frankly, I've been fielding a lot of questions on, on Facebook about this. And uh, look, it's incredible the ideas people have, the knowledge. We also have to think in the bridge in terms of the maritime traffic Correct. and the width of the channel. And people should participate and and add their ideas because you know what once a design is set and the goal is to be at a very important 25 percent design level uh next fall 2023 um i don't i I hope people don't then start complaining and say hey i never knew about this so (laughs) my mission right now is get the word out uh don't complain later participate now because uh you'd be amazed at these meetings they the, you know where people point out things like one person said well uh what about you know sidewalks and bike paths well mass dot has already made clear it's going to be a wider bridge so not just four lanes of travel for vehicles but they'll be uh with sufficient for bikeway uh, pedestrian path because that's part of our coming transportation uh, system right. that, that we need to work on. So I'm encouraging the public uh, to weigh in. Uh, and there'll be also directed meetings with the, the businesses that are on the, the causeway now uh, who 
the bridge design that is chosen affects their business and access to their business. And then, of course, the maritime users, fishing fleet, uh, shipping, uh, uh, and recreational boating. But mostly the commercial traffic is what causes a bridge opening. Uh, a typical year right now, 4,000 bridge openings a year. So it's a lot. Um, it's, uh, it's a lot, and, uh, and, and I hope we get it right. Now, in this year's transportation bill, uh, it was an amendment of mine. Everybody locally joined in the amendment. To be fair, to the, in, in, you know, the theme I was saying, we all work together. Uh, we reserved the first $100 million. That's a 10-year authorization. The bridge will certainly come in at more than that, but sometimes in these projects there's early construction that you can get done uh, even while the design permitting is going on. We, we did that with South Coast Rail. Uh, MassDOT was busy replacing drainage culverts all over Bristol County, uh, even before the groundbreaking, because uh, there is early work that gets to be done. So having authorized funding now already uh, will help advance the ultimate construction schedule for that bridge. As, as you can sense, uh, I'm a little excited about yes, it. Yeah, you yes, know, we, yes. and, and, and we appreciate uh, at, at such a granular level how, how well you, you know this stuff, and I, I guess that's why you're the, the chairman of transportation in the House. We've, uh, we're up against a hard break, but we appreciate, you know... Congratulations. I congratulations. We appreciate the work that you're doing in the State House uh, after this campaign. We look forward to you continuing that work. Great to talk to you guys. Thanks, Paul. Have a good thank, evening. Thank you yep. so much. Thank you. All right, we got more candidates calling in. We got more races to uh, possibly call. Again, Bill Galvin was called. Yep. Bill Strauss just called. Uh, when we come back, Chris Markey to thank the voters for his yep. vi- uh, victory. Chris Markey will call to do the same. Stay tuned. This is South Coast tonight on Election Night. WBSM. BSM. Tonight, um, Marcus Ferro, Chris McCarthy's here. Uh, we just spoke to um, Chairman Bill Strauss, who just won his re-election in the 10th Bristol District, Fairhaven in the Tri-Towns. Christian part of New Bedford won that overwhelmingly. Uh, now we're joined by Chris Markey, state rep from Dartmouth. Rep Markey, how are you? Good. How are you guys? Doing really well. Good. Congratulations, Congratulations. on your re-election. I think a, a pretty resounding victory. Um, what do you think it says about the job you're doing in the State House? Well, I think a couple of things. First, I want to thank everyone. Thank my family who suffered through going through these things. Uh, my siblings, my wife, my children. Um, and then, you know, all the people who have supported me uh, today. The, actually, all your listeners who actually uh, listen. And I think uh, when you have a chance to, to state all the things you do, um, people have an appreciation for it. And I think... Some of the things that we talked about, which I'm glad we were able to talk about, um, are consistent with the values of the district. And I think that uh, they saw the experience that I had um, and thought that that was probably the best thing for our district. Um, And I think some of the results that we've had over the last uh, decade have been significant and long-term investments for our community. And I think that's what people see. So you you've run unopposed a few times before, and you know you had a contested election, but uh, I guess albeit not that contested based on the numbers. Uh, what was it like to get back in the campaign saddle again? It's good. I mean, I, I appreciate the opportunity to do it too because I think it. it you know, I I, I say this um, actually to Jack Spillane all the time that you know, yeah, we don't. You know, 
I, I make myself available to the press. They all have my cell number. They have those things. Um, uh, access to me at any point, at any time. And I think you can talk to any local reporter that's that with me, even up at the state house. They all have my number. I don't ask for, you know, emails to ask what questions you're going to ask or anything to that effect. And I think that's great, but having the opportunity to actually sit down and talk to people when, um, on a daily basis when you're campaigning, uh, they can hear the things that you've accomplished. Uh, I don't like particularly talking about myself. I think there's lots of people who deserve a lot of credit for all the successes of the South Coast, uh, from the mayor to the selectmen to the city councilors. Um, those are all individuals who sacrifice their time uh, for the benefit of the community. You might always not agree with everybody, but you know they're good-natured and they're trying to do what's best, what they see to be best for the community, and that's all I've been trying to do. And I think people see that when you're on the campaign trail. We're speaking with Chris Markey, who has just uh, won the nomination for the Democrat Party to, to be reelected to state representative uh, from Dartmouth and New Bedford, because there is no Republican in the race. So tonight was the race. Um, Chris, it's um, it's a massive margin that you won by. And I know you don't like talking about yourself, but um, there were some things said about you by some of your opponent's supporters that were wrong. We didn't talk about them here in the air because they were so gross and wrong. And... Um, uh, it must feel overwhelmingly positive to be to be uh, rewarded with for all your hard work. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think you know you try to be upstanding and and not comment on the immature statements of people who write out emails and do things like that to others and use their position for power. Um, that's one thing I've never done is try to use my position for power, and some people have. And uh, using slurs and things like that, I don't think accomplishes anything. And I think it fu- it's kind of funny that it comes from the Democratic Party. Right. It's more of a Trumpian type thing um, to make accusations that are false and ridiculous. Um, so, you know, it's chalked up. Um, you got to get over it. Right. You got to have a thick skin to do this business. Um, but a bit frustrating and again i I ignore it um but it does hurt uh because you know you take pride in what you try to do but uh in the end uh, i have to move on uh and and do what's best for people and not what's best for me or be vindictive or revengeful chris we know you have a lot of people to thank at uh, at your party there and your family and your supporters so we want to thank you for taking some time to to thank us and to thank the voters uh congratulations on a really a great victory well worked you worked hard all you know for two years uh and, and they were rewarded with a big victory congratulations yeah i i appreciate you guys and the opportunity to speak with you guys i also appreciate the audience that listens in i you know i i not to blow smoke but uh i think your program has uh been a huge plus to the political world and uh in the south coast i think it's really important that uh, people tune in because I do find that uh, there's a need for it. Uh, we've lost a newspaper essentially right. uh, in our community, and uh, people don't have an opportunity to learn a lot of what's going on. And I think the nature of you guys gets people to talk a lot more, and people can learn the nuances of the difficult policies that are addressed uh, day in and day out at the state and local level. So I think it's you guys who make us better. Uh, so I hope uh, this continues, and I hope your successes continue. Thanks, Chris. Well, that's Chris Markey. Thank you so much. We're going to take 
Uh, congrats. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break right now. Congrats to Chris Mark and his re-election. I think well-deserved. We're going to take a quick break, but let's break some news. All right, break some news. Um, so we've got Towns reporting, not not a full picture of the, of the sheriff's race oh, thus good. far. All right. But in the sheriff's primary, I've heard from straight from um, Mayor Haru himself that he has won North Attleboro, Attleboro, as expected, right. Fairhaven, and Dartmouth so far. I think that bodes well for him in New Bedford. I think that's he needs to win across the county. That's a big win. And I think that's a big win. I did hear from Jess Machado, WBSM Jess Machado, who lives in Somerset, that George McNeil, former Somerset police chief, won Somerset. All right. So All maybe right. there was a retirement party. Right. Let's <laughs> let's take a break. We'll be back with we'll be back with more results here on South Coast tonight. Listen to us live. We're just going to go right to it. We've got Fairhaven numbers. We've got the exact numbers from Fairhaven. I think a good barometer for what's happening in the in the South Coast, the Greater New Bedford region. We still haven't heard from New Bedford yet. We're still waiting on the election results in New Bedford. Uh, New Bedford has not reported. So we've got obviously more Healy one um, in the Lieutenant Governor's race. In the Lieutenant Governor's, Bernie. Oh, Nick Bernier took Fall River. Really. Oh, yeah. Haru actually came in third in Fall River. Wow. This is from Jess Machado. 2372 Bernier, 1492 McNeil, 1391 uh, Haru. Wow. That's interesting. So we've got, um, so in the, that's going to be a close one. So, uh, in Fairhaven, uh, Kim Driscoll, 901, Tammy Gavea, 556, Eric Lesser, 542, uh, Attorney General, very, very close. Okay. You've got Andrea Campbell, 831. Okay. Shannon Liss Reardon, 816. Wow. Quentin Paul for 383. And that's here in Fairhaven. That's here in Fairhaven. So 15 vote margin here in Fairhaven for uh, Campbell and uh, Shannon Liss Reardon. Bill Galvin, we already know the result of that. Uh, Dip Goldberg. Chris Dempsey, 703. Dinah DiZaglio, 1186. Wow. So I, I I thought Desaglio would run strong here in the South Coast. She spent a lot of time here, gotten a lot of support here. Right. Obviously, the Fairhaven Senator, Mark Montigny, supports her. A few local reps support her. So uh, that is not surprising to me. She was physically here at the feast. Yeah. She was here. Yeah, she came in with us for an hour. So, uh, you know, we know the Bill Strauss-Trapillo race. Um, so Tom Quinn, fifteen twenty-five. Shannon McMahon, six twenty-four. Uh, so here's the sheriff's race. Paul Haru, 1016. Nick Bernier, 672. George McNeil, 413. Um, Jeff Deal, 683. Chris Doty, 460. Leah Allen. So Deal won Fairhaven. Deal won Fairhaven, and so did Leah Allen. Same, sure. Basically, same margin. Uh, yeah, basically, same margin. Uh, let's go to Jesse Brown won Fairhaven five. Uh, this is the for the ninth Bristol District to go on to lose to Bill Keating, five seventy six to four forty nine is the uh, That's my Jesse, joke by the way. Jesse Brown and Dan Sullivan. That's everybody's joke. That's a big <laughs> joke. So, um, <laughs> so uh, Bob McConnell won Fairhaven. Bob McConnell lives in Fairhaven uh, against Jeff Swift. He won six eighty six to three seventy six. Okay. Bob McConnell very strong showing in Fairhaven here. Uh, that's it for the race. So, interesting that Bernier wins. Interesting that Bernier wins um, Fall River. 
that Bernier wins Fall River. That Bernier wins Fall River. Very interesting that Bernier wins Fall River and wins it by a thousand votes. Now Bernier is from Fall River. He's right. won a governor's council race. He's gotten the support of Carol Fiola, Joe Ferrer, who lives in Somerset or Swansea right. in that area. So McNeil took Somerset. He's got the he's got the senator from Fall River with him. He's got the yeah. He's got um, he's got Mike Rodericks with him. But so so people who don't know this at home, and you probably do. It's a cumulative um, effort, right? So yeah. you're adding up your votes all over the county. So, folks, going to have to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Yeah, let's back. take a break so we can get more results, and then we'll, we'll finish out with some more results here on South Coast Tonight. Uh, Jess Machado. Um, I haven't looked. Can you look? I will. Okay. <laughs> uh, we're, we're, we're trying to get the uh, numbers from Fall River. Jess has them again. Nick Bernier won Fall River by about 1,000 votes. Uh, Hero came in third in Fall River, which I think is interesting. 1391, McNeil 1492, Bernier's 232 in Fall River. Uh, we know McNeil won Somerset, which again, I guess there is a retirement party uh, somewhere. <laughs> right. And... Um, we're still waiting on the DA's race. Uh, hopefully, we can make it before the end of the ten o'clock hour. Uh, but we are going to. Um, we're you know we've already called the rep uh, race for Bill Strauss. We've already called the Markey race. Bill Galvin's been called uh, as a victory in the Secretary of the uh, Commonwealth race. We know that. Um, Haru, we know Haru won Fairhaven, Dartmouth. North Attleboro and North Attleboro. We figure he's going to win the 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 Attleboro area because he is the mayor of Attleboro. So it's a matter of how much he won by. But the fact that Bernier is winning in Fall River again, he had the support of Carol Fiola, Mike Rodericks, uh, both in Fall River. Uh, he lives in Fall River himself, so he's fairly well known there. He ran for governor's council, um, from, I believe, from a Fall River address. So it makes sense. Um, it definitely makes sense that. Uh, that um, that he would win Fall River. I think the fact that Haru won Dartmouth and Fairhaven again, Fall River reported, New Bedford hasn't. So Fall River's reported, New Bedford hasn't. They're about the same size uh, in terms of their, their their city and their voting turnout. So we're not sure entire, exactly why New Bedford hasn't reported, but Fall River has reported. Um, so, so, Marcus, what I have um, is a is a cockeyed picture of a board with the returns, and it's very difficult to read. I can read it. Um, so, okay, I can see it. So, Quinn, oh God, Quinn, 4,065 uh, 4, votes uh, to M- M- McMahon's 1,427. Is this Fall River? That's Fall River. Okay. That accounts for 73.95% of the vote for Tom Quinn and Fall River, um, which, again, I, I think is more or less what we had uh, what we had predicted. Uh, again, but Bernier, wow. Bernier won what by 1,000. That's, that's a great return. Uh, again, I think I think forty five percent of the vote. I think Haru winning in a three way race. Right, that's I enormous. Know, that's enormous. And I, you know, again, I think it's. I've said this before. You know, he worked for Mike Rodericks. He worked for Mike Rodericks. He's worked with uh, elected. Uh, worked for Joe Ferreira, who's you know lives in I believe Somerset, which is a suburb of Fall River. So, um, you know, very well known in that area. So it's not surprising that he's competitive there. This might end up being a nail bite. Uh, nail biter. We're going to see. Um, we're still waiting on some more results to come in to come in again. Incumbents Bill Strauss, uh, Bill Strauss, and Chris Markey had won their races overwhelmingly. Though they'll, they'll like, Bill Strauss has got a uh, general election, but um, you know I, I think that it's safe to say he'll be sent back to the state house. So we'll 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 have um, we're gonna have a great show tomorrow night. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll have Ted Nisi from Channel 12 in. We'll, we'll have, um, in all likelihood, uh, the district attorney will catch up with us tomorrow. Um, we'll talk to other people, too, as well. Um, Marcus, one of the things I'm, I'm noticing here is that uh, Cheeping Neal did not do that bad in four of He came in second, but a distant second behind Bernia. Um, it'll be interesting to see if Bernia continues with that kind of a lead in any of the suburbs around there. Well, McNeil won Somerset, we are hearing. So we heard that from Jess, who lives there. So it looks like he didn't... He, so it looks like Bernier didn't pull away there. You know, we did see Mc, some McNeil signage in Fall River. Uh, he did get the support of H- Pat Haddad, right. who's a Somerset rep, but still, I think, you know, obviously well-known in the Fall River area. So um, I think that could have lent to his, uh, his, strength, the, his strong showing there. We're still waiting on New Bedford. We're still waiting on New Bedford. We haven't heard from New Bedford. New Bedford and Fall River are the same, about the same size, the same turn, uh, the same voter turnout. But Fall River's reported New Bedford hasn't. Right. Uh, so we've heard from Fall River. We haven't Fairhaven, heard from New we've Bedford. Got Fairhaven. We've heard from Fairhaven. We've heard from Dartmouth. We, we haven't heard, Dartmouth. but we haven't heard from New Bedford. We don't have New Bedford's numbers, and, and, and um, we're, we're hearing New Bedford's going to have, I think, relatively low turnouts. Right. Uh, you know, Fairhaven's about twenty percent. I, I think New Bedford's supposed to be sub twenty. Right. And so, you know, we were talking about this earlier. I talked about it when I was on with Barry. I think going forward, what we're going to do is we're, we're going to figure out what's going on in uh, in New Bedford, Marcus. Why? Do people not vote there, and why are they not being motivated? And, and not only that, like, when did it start? Because we know that there's been stronger showings than this before. We absolutely know. We know that. We know that there's been stronger showings for this before. It used to be, I remember, about 23 to 25% for municipal elections, which I know you're going to say is bad, but really pretty good considering the, how municipal elections but, show out. But, but now we're getting sub-20. It's not good. You know what, Marcus? If, if the, the good people who vote in New Bedford are being done a disservice by the people um, who aren't motivating the people who don't vote ap calls the race for andrea campbell wow that's a big that's a big that's um that's a historic win so andrea campbell uh, boston Boston, city council boston city former boston city council president endorsed heavily by uh maura healy endorsed by um uh, a lot of uh and she had to win this race she had, yeah, she had. To she win had the lost race. the race for the mayor of Boston, and and, then, and right away it turned around and run for attorney general. She had to win. Yeah, she, she had, had to win. To. And it looks like she's done it. And it looks like she's done it. Uh, AP again is, is called the race for um, Andrea Campbell. We had Andrea Campbell on last night. We did, and we had Shanless Herdin on last night. That campaign did heat up quite a bit. Then Andre, uh, you know, Quentin Palfrey drops out, and then he lends his support to. Um, he lends his support to Andrea Campbell, so it might have been people who were thinking of voting for Paul Free, voting for Campbell. Campbell got all that um, support afterwards. She got some PAC, uh, she got some PAC support as well, political action committee and again, support. She's coming out of Boston with the institutional support of the Boston uh, political right uh, or, or operations up there, and they, you know, when you look at the numbers, well, Marcus, this is to the your most point. Fe- yeah, your point about New Bedford, right? I mean, here's the difference: in Boston, they turn out. Yeah, in the city of Boston. The people in charge of the elections get their people out. Right. It's a civic responsibility because it's better for the region. So yep. So yeah, we got that. I see. I see. Um, friend of the show, Lisa Kaczynski from Political, reporting that uh, AP has called the Denver AG primary for Andrea Campbell over Shannon Lisford and. Uh, we don't get the we don't have the exact t- tallies yet, but they're just doing the math again. Where Boston's coming, they're probably getting the Boston precincts and saying if she's running strong here, mathematically, it's an impossibility right. that Shannon Lisburden overcomes that. Right, so, I agree with that. So, um, so uh, you know, congrats to Councilor Council President Campbell. I mean, she was great. I've talked to her a few times during the campaign. I'm sure we'll talk to her again more. By the way, folks, why this matters is. There's, there's, a, there's a guy from the Cape, Jay McMahon, who's running as a rep, for the, who got the Republican nomination, but he's he's 
he's got some things to say, but he's not going to beat her. So no. what, we're, what we're talking about is why we're talking so much about it. Andre Campbell's the next attorney. Next general. attorney general. That's the what we're talking about. And yeah. So again, congrats to, to, to Council President uh, Campbell. Um, uh, she's. I, I look I, again. I, I've enjoyed my conversation with her throughout the primary campaign. Um, her staff is great too. So. Uh, Good on her. Um, so she's going to be the next attorney general for the Commonwealth. That, that's who Maura Healy, Healy, Healy wanted. She has spent her time, uh, because she didn't have a primary, putting her political capital behind people she wants to govern with on Beacon Hill, which Chris Markey, which includes she endorsed Chris Markey. She endorsed Bill, Bill Strauss, Strauss, right? Right. And she is endorsed Andrea Campbell. So it looks like her, um, you know, it looks like her her influence in the state Democratic uh, Party is is very strong. Yes, we will. We'll have. um you know, again, we're still waiting on results, um, folks. <clears throat> we would like to stay with you, um, um, but you'll have to uh, tune in the morning um, it, because um, th- they'll have all the numbers for you in the morning. They'll have all the numbers for you in the morning. Maybe we can do an extra hour <clears throat> in November. In November, yeah, November. Yeah, we not can't do it. We can't do it now. So we can't do it now. The, the um, but we still have the the district attorney's race looks like John like uh, Tom Quinn will be reelected. Um, I told very, you that very, six months ago. We knew about that, right? Yeah. Um, the uh, but the, the the races nobody was sure of have now been called. Chris Markey in Dartmouth, Bill Strauss here in Fairhaven. Overwhelmingly, um, overwhelming victories for both. And Andrea Campbell called in the Dem primary for uh, attorney general again. We're we're going to be getting these numbers throughout the night. Uh, we won't be here with you for the rest of the night, but we'll be with you tomorrow, and we're going to talk to we're going to talk to Ted DC from WPRI that's going to give us some updates. Man, we're, I wish we had the New Bedford number. It right looks now. like Kim Driscoll's pretty pulling pulling far ahead, forty four percent, thirty seven percent, nineteen percent. So it looks like looks we like could Kim Marcus, we could ahead. really paint the picture of the sheriff primary we, right now if we had New Bedford. If we had numbers. the New Bedford numbers, we'd probably we have be able Dartmouth, to, we have Fairhaven, we have Attleboro, we have Fall River, we have Fall we'd River. be able to call the race if we had that. Right, but we don't have it. But we don't have it. We'd be able to call the race if New Bedford was able to sort of uh, uh, present their election results along with everybody else. Right. But right. they weren't able to. They weren't able to. So that's yeah. why we can't right now. That's why you have to go to bed wondering. Okay. Mm-hmm. We, we, Marcus and I did our best. I would have been able to call this race. We, we would have been able to call this race. We did everything we could. Um, to get you all the most accurate numbers the quickest, but and I think we did. We did. We did. A, we, 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 call, we were able to call two races. We did right? a great. I, look, I hate to say it. I don't want. I don't want to pat myself on the back. But look, if we had the New Bedford numbers, Marcus, we would know the sheriff's race. We would, we know, would know who Tom Hodgson's opponent was going to be. We would know, and so would you, and so would you. But unfortunately, we don't have New Bedford. New Bedford famously late in reporting their numbers. You know, Dartmouth did it. Fairhaven did it. Um, New Bedford has done it. Rochester did it. Rochester did it. Fall River. Fall did River did it. And That's the, the big one. Fall, Fall River is basically the same size, and right. they did it about a half hour early. Right. New Bedford hasn't done it. They haven't done it. No New Bedford numbers. We got nothing for you. Not from New Bedford. Not from New Bedford. And and let's face it, New Bedford's the big dog. Yep. Without New Bedford, it, you, you're flying blind. We, yep. It would be irresponsible of us to tell you results. I'm sure Totten's called their numbers too. Um, but we just I'm sure. Know. But but New Bedford's what matters. New Bedford's what matters. No, we haven't been able to. Call we have that. Fall River. We have Fall River. We have Attleboro. We have we have Fall River. We have Attleboro. We have Somerset. We have Fairhaven. We have Dartmouth. Dar- right. But we, but we don't have New Bedford. We have Mattapoisett. We have Rochester. Marion, we do. We don't. Have we don't New Bedford. All right, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you so I'm much sorry. for joining us. Thanks, Marcus. <laughs> see ya.